Hey everybody, this is just Colby this time. Christian is still a part of the Cellar Dwellers, <laughs> but uh, we decided we wanted to try something uh, new for uh, maybe some smaller episodes, some shorter episodes that we could uh, post in between our, our main ones. And so we wanted these to be more intimate, you might say, uh, but we wanted to discuss various guests uh favorite movies or not favorite movies the scariest movie they've seen the opposite of favorite for some of them um for me that's some of those are my favorite movies personally so for this uh very first episode i am honored to be joined by one of my older siblings colin McHugh. hey everybody and i'm personally excited because i know colin very well and he does not like scary movies in any way i don't i they're i don't like them at all i don't like being scared and yet, you found a way to get me on here to talk about a movie that I actually don't hate. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited because the movie that we're going to talk about a little bit, and and this will be different from from the episodes that I do with Christian. We don't we don't want to talk about the plot. We don't care about what happened in the movie. I'm more interested in how did it make you feel when you saw it. You know, do you remember that feeling? Uh, what's the context behind it? I think that stuff is is going to be really interesting for these for these smaller episodes. So, without further ado, the movie that we will be talking about is uh, 2000, when did it come out? 2005's The Descent. Yeah. Which uh, I have a lot of positive feelings about, and so I am super excited to hear your thoughts about it, especially coming from our, our, our shared background of <laughs> conservativeness. Horror <laughs> things weren't really encouraged. We weren't allowed to trick or treat. As we're moving into Halloween season, yes, let's remember that we spent many years at fall festivals dressed as Bible characters at, at churches. Yep, uh, where you could win. You, there, there was like cakewalks and yeah. things that if were I not. Pulled fun. down a cake. I mean, that was that was a big day. That's a game changer. A game changer. <laughs> but uh, you, think, you think your Snickers was cool? <laughs> Try getting a key lime pie. Try getting a whole angel food cake. Ooh. Um, so yeah, we uh, we were not encouraged to celebrate the the scary things uh, as kids. I I was scared of many things growing up, um, and then as I as I personally got a little older into high school, me and our older older brother Evan kind of bonded over our love of horror movies. Like he influenced me very much, and he he will definitely be a guest at some point down the road, probably on the on the main series because I think he can handle some some messed up movies. He has a iron stomach just like you and i as we all know threw up so much what's the opposite of an iron stomach me (laughs) colin McHugh is the opposite of an iron stomach um so yeah so okay so tell me you didn't like anything scary at any point in your life no and i do i blame it on our i blame it on the fact that we were not raised to be able to watch those without thinking that it was we were about to get demon possessed like it's not a it's not a thing i want to think about as a child it's true a lot of Normal kids' fears, I think, were like you know snakes and I don't know bear, bears. What I don't yeah. know what scares people because our fears growing up were I'm gonna get possessed by a demon. Correct. Yeah. And not in like the exorcist style, like in the biblical style. Yeah, not in the good way. <laughs> not in the cool way. No. This is very much like Old Testament, maybe New Testament. I forget who which which testament takes the more uh, literary liberty, but. <laughs> um, 
it was not it was not a fun situation to grow up as a kid who was scared of everything because it could be uh, you could be possessed by it. Yeah, it, it's a valid fear for for us, and we learned obviously later on in life maybe not so valid. <laughs> but which which brings me to my question of how did you find the descent? Like, because this movie, yeah. if you haven't seen it, first of all, watch it. It's great. It's not as extreme as a lot of the movies that that we have watched on on this podcast but it is scary it is scary but if from an extreme factor of like would i be okay looking at myself in the mirror after this movie um i, I give it a solid like three ghosts out of ten on that factor like it's, it's pretty low i have so many questions about your ranking system now <laughs> but well i'll save it i'll save those questions <laughs> but tell me about yeah tell me about the first time that you found this movie because it's not in your wheelhouse yep so one of our mutual friends a high school friend of both of ours um a kid named clayton thompson he's not a kid anymore he's a man he's a uh, <laughs> full-grown man full-grown man he is a writer and director and uh lover of all things film and so whenever we would go over to his house he had kind of the basement to him you know those cool parents houses that were like they had the basement for it was like the kids section and nobody like went down of there. Of course. And so many of our friends had those. You saw and did the worst things as kids down there because yep. you knew you could get away with it. Well, anyway, the worst thing that I could think about was watching a really scary movie. And I don't know what put me in the mood to watch one, but he said, I've got one for you. It's going to really mess you up. <laughs> and I thought, cool. And so he put on The Descent and said, it's a British film. And that's all he told me. And I, I didn't get much of a, um, much of an introduction before he just like set the thing rolling. There, there, it doesn't need much of an introduction. It's like a pretty straightforward movie. It is. It is. And I, you get brought in so quickly with like the, I mean, the relationship thing and, you know, you get drawn in. You like the characters, which yeah. is a, a, a rare thing in, in, a, in a lot of scary movies. Most of the time you're like, I don't care if this person uh, dies. Early woman power film. Like, true, If true. we're talking about uh, early feminism, this has got to be like up there for horror feminism. 2005, circles, 2005 yeah. was not a, a good year for uh, feminism in horror movies, I can promise you. <laughs> so this this was a, a rare movie in that case that, that yeah, is, is uh, almost a full female cast. Uh, the director, unfortunately, is a guy, but, you know, it was 2005. <laughs> 2005, what did you expect? It's a dark year. Um yeah, so we started watching it, and, you know, or pretty early on, you realize, like, oh, spelunking, caves, not my thing. In fact, I'd probably be, like, low on my list of things to do on a recreational basis, but um, dark, wet, uh, I was like, this is the setting for something that's going to freak me the hell out, and it did, pretty much the entire time. So, for me personally, and I know you know this about my about me as well, because you took advantage of this fear of mine multiple times oh, as yeah. a kid. I was I was very claustrophobic. Extremely. Growing up. And as as older brothers do, you know, you, you exploit that. I've forgiven yeah. you I've forgiven you for yeah, that. I appreciate it. Many that. years ago. There's no hard feelings, I understand. But when watching this movie, it kind of brings me back to that feeling. The claustrophobia is is honestly half and half with this movie as far as just scares. Like, it takes up a huge majority of the tension and the stress that, that really builds throughout. It's an entire, yeah, it's one giant getting a blanket thrown over your head experience <laughs> as a child. Like, it's it's an hour and a half of that. And so you're like... Plus monsters. Yeah, you're like pushing... Yeah, if in the, <laughs> if in the blanket with you were ancient, uh, disgusting cave monsters. So, if you, if you love scary movies, like, this is it for you. This is the one for you. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, yeah, I mean... 
and we've seen one other scary movie together, actually in theaters. It was a great experience. Oh my god. Uh, this was, was a great experience for you. <laughs> this was an incredible experience. So it was a couple, couple years ago, we, me and Colin and Evan, our other brother, uh, decided to go see a movie called Killing of the Sacred Deer in theaters. Now, if you're unfamiliar with uh, that movie or the director, look him up. Do some research. What's his name? Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos. Oh, yeah. Yorgios. Yorgios. Georgios. Lanthimos is his last name. He's a Greek, dr- Greek director. I would say his first movie that he ever directed, one called Dogtooth belongs on this podcast it is fairly extreme all right and so i knew that going into the killing of the sacred deer i like this director i think he's talented colin and evan did not know that i thought it was like gonna be a hunting movie maybe (laughs) or potentially Uh, a like family drama you know you can make the argument that it's a little bit of both it is it is both of those things in in the worst way possible unexpected ways so yeah so after after the movie happened, we're all kind of processing together, and I was like, I enjoyed that. I thought that was great. And Colin, uh, I don't know, what were your exact thoughts on that movie? I think my the words that came out of my mouth when we left the movie theater was, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. Why did you make me go see that? Which I don't say often. I usually enjoy going to the theater, and mostly because I'm usually picking the movie that I want to go see. This was picked for me, which was like a fun little roulette of a theater-going experience, which... If you're going with Colby, like, buckle up. You never know. You really don't know. We should say also, um, our sister, Erin, who will absolutely, I will, I will be doing this with soon, hopefully. I saw a movie with her two years ago, maybe maybe a year and a half ago, called High Life. Not not even necessarily a horror movie, but a very intense movie, and she straight up just walked out. Mm. I'll bring it up when, when we talk about it, but uh, it was pretty funny. She, she just didn't tell me and texted me. She was like, hey, I had to go. Yeah, that's. I, I feel like I've given too much of myself to be in the theater at that point with any given movie. I'm like, I'm going to see this thing out. That was also at a good theater, too. That was, was at an cool. Alamo Draft House. It was very cool. In Denver. In Denver, yeah. Uh, you're right. You've invested too much at that point to I get know. Out. I have to be here. I've done this to myself. That's how I feel, too. I don't, I don't enjoy leaving movies. I don't think I ever have. And I've seen some bad ones as well. I don't think I have it in me to, to really walk out you're an optimist you're like this could turn out we can make he, he could turn this one around that is is what in one sense also i will see anything like if like we know anything nothing about this podcast exactly nothing will like phase me most of the time there's some things that'll phase me but your average movie unless it's just unwatchably bad you know doesn't affect me too badly You'll learn. Now that you're now that you're a guest, we'll we'll get you on uh, for for a real episode. Well, I have to watch one of those movies first, which is truly um, not something I'm looking forward to. No, although th- I would say I would say one of the movies that we've watched so far that you might enjoy, as you know, somebody who appreciates history, mm-hmm. is called Come and See. It's a Russian war movie, not a horror movie, but from the perspective of a Russian boy joining the army. And it's an extreme movie. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's heavy. It's heavy. Russian extreme are two things that I'm like... That's also from the 80s, so... 80s Russian extreme. Even darker time, yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of wild cards (laughs) in that one. what I'm trying to say, because I I am giving the film a really great compliment, is that after me and Christian watched it together, we hadn't seen it before, we both agreed that I was like, it's almost on par with something like Saving Private Ryan. Wow. From the... Obviously, it's not like the Hollywood blockbuster version of it, but from the same... Like, it's just as good. It shows they're just very different movies. So I think there are movies that we've watched that you could have some appreciation for. Don't worry, Killing a Sacred Deer, we won't have you on for that one. God damn it, that was so bad. (laughs) Back to The Descent, I guess. 
Um, there is a sequel that was made. I have not even seen it. You said you started it? I believe I started watching it. I, I don't remember if I thought it was a prequel or a sequel when I saw it. Um, and I think it freaked me out because it is a sequel, but I thought it was a prequel. And mm. it, the context was just not right. And I was like, this is, this is not good. I don't want to watch this anymore. Um, but The Descent, I liked so much that I actually went back and tried to find, which is a compliment to the movie itself. I should say, the first time I watched The Descent, uh, I was probably 11th or 12th grade. Uh, you'd already graduated at that point, so you're out of the house. I was in my phase of in starting to enjoy horror movies. Mm-hmm. I'd probably watched a couple, was kind of tiptoeing my way into it. And I found your DVD copy of The Descent. It was like a box set. You had like the deluxe edition somehow. I, I told you I liked it. I went I went in. You, you went all in. Yeah. Seriously. Like you dropped some some good Best Buy money yeah, on that thing. Um, and I watched it alone in my bedroom with all the lights off as anybody should if you're trying to get that good experience. <sighs> okay. um, and yeah, I was like you. I was fully, fully into it. So... I'd, I would say you, you even though you're not a horror movie fan, you in your own way have influenced my horror movie fandom. I am nothing if not an influencer. <laughs> you are an influencer. <laughs> Technically, I mean, you've got a lot of followers. I have enough, but not for my movie taste. Please, not, not for my movie not taste. Yet. Not yet. Just wait until this goes public. You're going to get about 10,000 new followers because we've got so many listeners. <laughs> All the Descent Reddits out there, just oh, man. go ahead and follow me. Just going to um, be great. You do have something to plug. I do have a podcast of my own. Yeah. yeah. It is and not it a is film podcast. not a film podcast. So, you know, if the if the crossover is there, if you True. like film, you like, tell, tell, tell them about your podcast. Uh, it is a baseball podcast. It is with uh, other baseball players in and around the league, um, people and... Uh, different personalities from around the league, from announcers to broad or broadcasters to journalists to players to coaches, um, kind of everything in between. And we talk about what baseball looks like from the inside of the game. Um, I, who was, I guess, a former major league well, baseball player, uh, uh, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves yet. Yeah, <laughs> um, got a lot of years in this game, so I figured let's talk about some uh, let's talk about some of these people and what their actual lives look like away from the game. Stop getting some canned answers, but. It's fun. It's called the Twelve Six Podcast. I already feel bad talking about it this much on your podcast. Why? Stop it! I asked you to. I'm gonna put the description and the link in the in our in our uh, notes. So if if you need somewhere to go find it, the listeners have no excuses. Yeah. Um. And, and honestly, they should listen to it. It's great. I've listened to all the episodes. Uh. Specifically, he interviewed John Smoltz. Yeah. Uh, a hero of ours growing up. If you're in the from the South, honestly, or even. From anywhere in the country, if you're a baseball fan in general at all. That was a huge deal for so, me personally that you were even able to talk to him. So stuff like that. I'm glad like, you got to live vicariously through me in that moment because I felt like I was channeling you. The other time that I met John Smoltz was when we were like, I was like five in a Fuddruckers. He was signing autographs, I yep. think. So me and him have a very close connection as well. You're right. We're best friends. Where we bonded over burgers. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah. So check it out. I think you'll appreciate it if you like sports. If you just want to hear good conversations, you'll like it. But I guess that's it. Do you have anything else you want to say? Yes. So my last thing that I want to say about The Descent is, as somebody who does not, who self-proclaimed does not like scary movies, I don't think Descent, I don't think of The Descent as a scary movie. I think of it as a good movie that happens to freak me the hell out every time I watch it. Nice. So yeah. You've, best, you've grown so much. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's accurate. I personally would call it a horror movie because it is... 
there's some gore, there's some some good violence, there's some good scares, but it is it, it the claustrophobia aspect of it really does add a whole other layer of like scariness and and intensity to it that a lot of other scary movies just can't do. It makes me feel like I could do some of the other movies because it is scary as hell. What and do you I'm mean like, do? Like, like participate? I could, I could participate in and watch and potentially not hate so much. Um, so I'm, I I give this movie five stars out of five. Wait, what, what about the ghost system? The ghosts are not for the movies. Like, I mean, it's only for the scary factor. So you have two different ranking systems. Yes, it's five out of five in good movie, <laughs> good movie stars, and it's three out of ten in scary movie scares. Ghosts. I think I, okay, we're gonna have to get some some off uh, recording notes for this so that I can adopt this this new. I've got a sliding system. scale for you. <laughs> um, I keep it in my wallet. I'll go get it. Thank you. Perfect. This is gonna be so good for for all of our future mini episodes. Which I need a good title for these mini episodes. So, do you have anything good? Um, little scaries, <laughs> little scaries. <laughs> sure, I do love that. Yes. So uh, no, so nothing good is I what you're saying. I did another plug though. If you have not read Jenny Slate's Little Weirds, which makes me think about that, her book, uh, it is so so so. Yeah, good. you know, plug whatever you want. I, <laughs> on on I'm, my I'm on here, my podcast, I'm here to plug everything. Uh, give me a couple minutes, I'll think of some more. Anyways, I'm gonna go ahead and end recording before he gets to those other uh, plugs. But uh, thanks for listening and. If you enjoy this, let us know. Uh, and if you didn't enjoy it, don't let us know. I don't want to know that. Don't tell me at all. I have a very fragile ego. Yeah. If you tell me that it's bad, I'm going to feel bad. So don't. Right? That's fair. D- just don't. If you don't like it, then um, leave a comment on some other person's post that you really hate and like double it up for that one. But don't tell me for sure. Yeah. I definitely don't want to know. So anyway, thank you for listening. I appreciate that. Um, thanks for being here, Colin. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Bye.